Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to have composed, sane political conversations. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so if you live in the U.S. or if you live on planet Earth, you are familiar that at the time of recording this, which is early mid-November 2020, we are in the middle of election season, and it's quite contentious, and um, it's also sad because our country has never been more divided, well, at least in my lifetime than it is right now. And uh, while I am laughing a bit, uh, just mentioning that we're in this period of time, it it also is quite heavy and painful um, because it feels just big. I don't know how we got here so divided, so separated. And one thing I'm finding for myself and others is just, you know, the difficulty that can arise in trying to talk about these things, trying to talk about these issues when there is such division. And these conversations can happen over in social media, and they can also happen in person. And uh, I'm hearing from a lot of people, a lot of stress comes up in these conversations, and a lot of uncertainty about just how to go about them. And so in this episode, I'd like to share three tips that can help you go into those conversations with a little bit more grounding and hopefully move toward uh, a little bit more connection and integration rather than further division. And so these tips can be used to help you stay more sane in conversation and hopefully also make a little bit more progress toward unity. The first thing is to let go of trying to win. If you go in making this about winning or losing, you're already creating a battle. You're giving yourself an opponent and someone that needs to be defeated. Now, when there's already tension and a strong sense of othering from both sides, meaning you're on that side, I'm on this side, if you go into the conversation trying to defeat that opponent All that's going to do is create more defensiveness in that person and in yourself. And if you're not accomplishing that goal of winning or it doesn't feel like you are, you're going to dig your heels in even more and you're going to see the other person dig their heels in even more. And it's just going to create more fury, more anger, more separation and divide. And I'm sure you've already experienced this whether it's going into a, a Twitter battle, an Instagram comment conversation, Facebook conversation uh, with a family member or friend or total stranger or in person. Just this feeling of like, I need to win, even though we might not be thinking that. There's this felt sense of that being a productive outcome. 
and uh, the extra tension and opposition and divide that that creates. So the first thing is just to let go of trying to win and instead make it more about trying to understand. The second thing is some mental preparation beforehand that will help you uh, hold what might arise. And this is to just recognize that there's going to be craziness in the other person. <laughs> Might not sound very uh, mindfulness man over here. Um, but the ideas that you're going to hear are most likely going to feel crazy to you. Just like how the other person is going to perceive your ideas as crazy. And so we hold our ideas for a particular reason. We have certain mental models, deep core beliefs that support why we think a certain way. And so it feels the right thing. It feels logical. It feels rational. It feels intuitive. And to not think that way just feels off. It feels wrong. It feels immoral. And so we have to go into these conversations with that recognition that each person is holding uh, uh, an intricate web of belief systems and past experiences that are leading them to hold the particular experience that they're having right now and to feel justified in it. And something that doesn't fit with that, which is most likely your experience, and for you, it's most likely their experience, it's going to just be perceived as crazy. And so we just have to go into the conversation knowing that there's going to be craziness, or at least that we're going to perceive it to be crazy. And the more we can come to terms with that, the more we can meet those moments when they arise and have less of a shock factor that causes us to dig our heels in the ground or to get caught up in rage and further other this person. So step number one, let go of trying to win and make it more about understanding. Step number two, recognize that there is going to be craziness before going into the conversation. And number three, lead with curiosity. Lead with curiosity. There's something very powerful about the mind state of curiosity. I've talked about this in my book and on previous podcast episodes. But curiosity does not have an agenda to win a situation it doesn't have an agenda to make right or wrong. It just seeks to understand. The embodiment of curiosity is, oh, what is this about? Tell me more about that. Where did you come to that idea? I'd love to hear more. And so the mind state of curiosity really creates uh, a beautiful space in the conversation because it closes that gap of othering. It actually brings the ideas and the other person closer because it's not trying to make anything or anyone wrong. It's just trying to understand. And so leading with curiosity does relate a lot to our first point, which is letting go of trying to win and instead making it about understanding. How do we make it about understanding? We lead with curiosity. And so what, what I've found helpful for this, especially on Twitter and Facebook, um, you know, when there's differing political beliefs, you just have an idea of like what is right or what you think is right. And you start reading through comments. And I don't know about you, but it, it really can drive a person crazy. <laughs> it, can, 
can be infuriating. But if I just take a moment to stop, take a breath, and then remind myself of just like, I'm, I'm just going to go into this, try to understand more. That's it. I just want to understand. I'm just going to lead with curiosity and, and just see, you know, how does this person think? How do they come to their conclusions? And if I do engage with them, which I have done a number of times over the last week or so, uh, it is out of curiosity. And it could be, you know, I'm genuinely curious how you came to that thought. I'm genuinely curious what makes you think that. And then, oh, thank you for sharing that. I'm curious what makes you think this or that. You could even just say, like, I'm, I'm curious. People respond really well to that rather than definitive statements of you're this or you're that or how could you think this, that, or the other thing. And I get where a lot of those heated uh, thoughts, accusations, feelings come from, especially if there's a perception that those thoughts and ideas are potentially creating harm for a lot of other people. There, There is, you know, uh, morals and ethics woven into this conversation, but just in my experience, taking that approach of just like trying to beat this person, win, make them wrong, and tell them that they're wrong does not get anywhere productive. It just creates more divide. And so if we take that as the the reality 99% of the time, and what we're ultimately hoping to move toward is being able to have more compassionate conversations, being able to see another person's perspective, being able to move toward a collective vision that more people are inspired to live into, and yes, acknowledge that there there will be differences, but helping each other see, like, our, our point of views and co-create something together. In order to do that, we we need to let go of trying to win. We need to let go that the other. We need to realize that the other person's thoughts are going to feel crazy to us, and we need to lead with curiosity. So try this out, whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whether it's at the dinner table with your family, whether it's at the coffee shop with a stranger. I think this will help you stay more grounded going into the conversation. It will help you keep some semblance of sanity. And perhaps it will actually help you create more understanding and maybe, just maybe, make a new friend. But probably not. Best of luck with this. Thank you so much for your practice. I'll talk to you soon. And until next time, take care. Hey, before you go, if you would like some resources to help you stay grounded and stay sane, uh, I have a bunch of those for free for you, including guided meditations, sleep meditations, book recommendations, app recommendations. You can just text your email address to this number, plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight, and you will get an automated email to your inbox with all of those free resources to download. Again, that number is one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight. Just text your email address, and that email will go straight to your inbox within about thirty seconds. 
Also, if you're interested in the upcoming mindfulness retreat, which has a particular theme around cultivating joy, that will be December 4th through 6th, 2020. I would love to have you there. We still have spots available. You can learn more about that at coreymascara.com forward slash retreat. The entire retreat is recorded, so even if you can't make certain sessions, that's okay. You can access the retreat at a time that's convenient to you, even if it's a year or two later. So really hope you could be there. Would love to work a little bit more closely with you through that experience. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. And until next time, take care.